Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please, please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes, Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode 20 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, I am here with my wonderful, beautiful, still with those same adjectives, still my, doing it. my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. Still going strong. What's up, guys? Live strong. I'm living strong over here. Good. How, how are you living? Strong. As cool. well. Hey, <laughs> hey, Jake. How are you living? Uh, I am living. Good. Wait, are you strong though? Uh, you know, I could be. When people say "stay strong," what are they talking? What does about? that mean? Stay strong? Like, am I supposed to be able to lift? Yeah. Maybe a certain amount yeah. of pounds. What the it's what? For CrossFit. What they're saying is, what if you're strong? Like emotionally or physically, just just, just try to stay, stay that, way. that way. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't let Keep it break you. Yeah. Don't become weak. It's okay, good, it's yeah. good advice. It is good advice. For... Don't become weak. Don't That's become weak. Good. I'm gonna start saying that. Like, hey man, I know you're going. Ha- I know you're having a tough day. Uh, don't become weak. <laughs> and just walk away. <laughs> don't get all weak on me. Yeah. Um, uh, don't be. Hey, I hey I, I know I know it's tough. I know you're having a. I know you're having a hard time. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> don't be a wiener. <laughs> Don't go cheap on me, Dotson. <laughs> oh, God. Dotson. We got, we got Dotson, Dotson here. Oh, oh, boy. And that guy's in jail now? He's yeah. In, he's oh, not my here. God. Wait, what did he do? So here's. Oh, boy. So let's, he's smuggling. Uh, here, let's do a, a real quick impromptu Jurassic Park. Where are they now? Um, <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, the actor. We're going to. Hey, this is a what stressing for that actor. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> God, I guess I'm going to have because to look it up. He could not be here right now. The We're guy who played Dotson in uh, Jurassic Park. I'll have to look up the actor's name. He's definitely in prison right now. Um, and as I look it up on Google right now, arrested for rape, kidnapping Whoa. of a 13-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. this is a big downer. This is uh, a big downer. It did, and didn't it happen? It Didn't it happen like a while back? Yeah, it took he, him a while. He just, he just recently went yeah. to jail for it. Yeah, it's crazy. And look. That was a real splash of cold water right there. I feel <laughs> super somber now. I, um... I think I saw it coming. Look at this guy. He's, I mean, a, look at this. he's a scumbag. <laughs> Sunglasses. He is not 
staying strong. <laughs> he's yeah. becoming weak. He's super weak. <laughs> he should have taken our... He needs to be a lot stronger. Um, yeah, but he's... I'm looking at pictures of him, and and uh, for one thing, this guy, listen, he's in Jurassic Park for three seconds, and, like, we're talking about him. So, like, he should get his shit together. He yeah. could be off doing conventions, uh, doing signings and making money, and instead... He's going off and doing some terrible shit. Yeah, so, we would be willing yeah. to pay like at least thirty-five dollars for his autograph. <laughs> yes. I imagine in a photo. Guys, op. guys, this episode got dark Ooh. really quick. No, you know yeah. what I'm gonna say to that Try guy. To pull us back out. And I'm not even gonna say his name because I don't want to even give him credit. But to the guy who played Dotson, fuck you. You're a real piece of shit. Man. But also, yeah. when you get out of prison, come on the S Have Some podcast. <laughs> we love to talk. To you. We like Jurassic Park a lot. <laughs> It. We do oh like boy! Ah, oh, fuck! Is this something? This is something. Is this, is this something? Is this... All right. Yeah, this is something. Here's hotline. a here's a segue. Okay. Um, we're on episode twenty. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. This has been a huge happy twentieth. Happy twentieth birthday! Yeah. We'll take you uh, all out to dinner. You know, <laughs> we're Big all dinner. We're all going to Longhorn. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was good. This has been a great year. We we've been going strong. We've been staying strong <laughs> for about seven months. And uh, yeah, now we Ghostbusters is here. It's in the bag. It's in theaters. It's making money. It's um, part of our family. It's part of the family. And we're going to be planning some more exciting Ghostbusters related interviews and things like that. Especially when the DVD uh, Blu-ray comes out around Halloween. Um, and we got PKE surge coming up. We got a lot going on. Uh, but I just want to tell you guys, I'm having a good time. Uh, when I say you guys, I'm talking to the listeners because you guys know I'm having a good time. I know what a yeah. good time you can having. tell because I'm not wearing pants. Yep, took them off long t- way before we started. I'm wearing shorts. Yeah. It's hot out. Jake, is it hot in Valdosta? It's the worst. I hate oh, it. Oh wow! Now, Jake, I was going to say this <laughs> off the air. Um, our good friend Zach Myers is in Valdosta right now. I'm guessing he didn't call. Oh my <laughs> God, is he? No, nope, yeah. I had no clue. Um. Well, let me tell a little backstory about why I know that. Tonight, uh, when you're listening to this, it, this is, you know, we record a couple days in advance, the magic of television. Is this TV? This is something. Um, we were supposed to go to a pre-screening of Suicide Squad tonight. Oh, yeah. so That's my what's stressing. We're recording this on Wednesday, uh, July 3rd. Is it the 3rd? Yeah. So Suicide Squad yeah. comes out tomorrow. We had tickets for an advanced screening, but the way they do these advanced screenings is they oversell the theater. So they ensure a full house. And if you don't get there early enough, you can miss out. Um, we were trying to get there an hour early. We got there 45 minutes early. And we missed out. So we're going to see Suicide Squad tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to reserve all of our judgments because there's the reviews are out. Yeah. Um, but by the time everyone's listening to this, you've probably already seen Suicide Squad and formed your own opinion. So uh, we'll be talking about that more extensively. But the whole point of this was I invited Zach. He told me he was out of town. I think he's in Valdosta. So Zach Myers, our good friend, hello. Yeah, hey Zach. This one's for you, buddy. This one, this bud's for Does you. Does he listen? I don't know. Well, oh, who knows? Yeah. All right. So does um, anybody listen? Is anyone I, listening? What have we found out for like seven months? Like literally, like no, you guys are just talking to yourselves. We unplugged. <laughs> We're like Kevin. Um, it's yes, have some unplugged, uh-huh. as in everybody's unplugging when we. What is happening? All right, guys. Here's the uh, thing. Uh, we got a lot of big plans coming up. A lot of exciting stuff. Tonight's going to be uh, free for all. A little loose. We got a lot to talk about. A little bit of stress. Loosen your buttholes. We're loosening our buttholes. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm already there. Just 
super loose. <laughs> Mine's staying strong, so. Oh, you gotta. Tell, tell your butthole to not be weak, okay? <laughs> um, cool. So, why don't we just go ahead and get started? Because I know I've got some stress. I think Abby's got some stress. Like, oh, Jake, you stress. got some stress? Yeah, I got yeah. a little bit. All right, cool. Well, let's get Girl. right into this. Right now, it's time for the traditional, the motivational, yes. the sensational. Yes, have some. Inspirational. You want to keep Stress-ational. going? Stressational. Just that... yeah, more, more, more of those words. Yeah, just keep doing that. Hydromatic. Yes. <laughs> Let oh. me get the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it is time for yes, have some. What's stressing? Stress confessional. <laughs> You're looking a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. I had to throw another one in. Okay, cool. Uh, Jake, I have a question Yo. for you. Hey. What's up? What is stressing you out? Uh, a little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, all right, know, very try, well. You know, I try not to, uh, earlier I was like, okay, uh, I can't, let's not have my stress be about Dragon Con, but I feel like at this point, there's gotta be a tiny bit, uh, of Dragon Con thrown in. I'm going to do a quick Dragon Con stress and then I'm going to move on to like the main stress. So okay. Dragon Con's coming up. So it's a multi-stress, uh, a multiverse of stress. Love yeah, I got, got another little, I, I'm pulling an Abby this week and I got a couple Several little stresses. stresses. Um, second stress. <laughs> what about second stress? So Dragon Con's coming up really quick. I'm excited for it. The thing that uh, is kind of stressing me out about it is this new stress that just hit me. So... Dragon Con, the last couple of years, uh, we, me and you have talked about this before. Uh, so the dealer rooms have always been one of the biggest parts for me is, you know, because we like to buy shit. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, we've noticed uh, we get the same dealers at Dragon Con every year. Same we thing. get a lot of yep. the same stuff. Um, I think the last two years I might have spent, you know, 50 bucks in the dealer room. I end right. up. Yeah. Spending more money in like the art rooms, right? Uh, but it's just like you know, the first couple of years I went, I spent a lot of money, but then it's just like it's the same stuff over and over, right? Yeah. Um, but then I was thinking about something, and uh, <clears throat> you get a lot of there's a lot of uh, dealers in there that sell you know like Japanese stuff, anime things, you know all that stuff, yeah. Uh, and there used to be a pretty good amount of Godzilla merchandise. Yeah. That's kind of gone away. But a new Godzilla movie just came out. Mm-hmm. Like, came out as in, like, last week. There's a new Godzilla movie in Japan. Right, right, right. Um, and that, it's also like, you know, of course Godzilla's huge over there, but it's a well, big... Well, he's, he's, he's huge everywhere. He is huge he's everywhere. He's very tall. in this movie, though. It's He's also like the gone. first. It's also the first Toho, uh, you know, produced Godzilla movie in about uh, I think eleven years. Um, so it's a big deal. Like it's a big deal. Godzilla's back, and there's tons of merchandise happening. And it hit me like, oh god, what that shit might be all over Dragon Con. There might be a, like a bunch of that stuff. And then I was like, oh great, I need to fit. Godzilla budget. I now I need a Godzilla budget. I was like planning yeah. on not spending money or as much as usual just be- because of the fact that we get the same stuff. But then I was like, oh shit. Like there could be like a just a bunch of new Godzilla stuff at Dragon Con. Yeah, allocate for that Godzilla budget. Man. Well, what I we gotta, need to do is get... we need to find people that went to Dragon Con in 1998 
to see what the Godzilla situation was. <laughs> Did that shake things up? See what it was back then when, yeah, uh, a lot of Matthew Broderick. Uh, yeah, a lot of Matthew Broderick. Big time. Um, uh, you know, size does matter. So yeah. Absolutely. Um, but so, in all seriousness, I, I understand where you're coming from because, right. I mean, think about what we just went through with Ghostbusters and all the all the merchandise. Like, you could be walking into uh, something pretty crazy as far as uh, – I don't know. You're you're gonna have to you have to be careful. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you guys to watch me. I'm Set not going to. I'm gonna need some help. Some safe uh, words. You're Craig. You can't enable me. I will. He will. That's the beauty of all of us hanging out <laughs> if there. If I if you around. tell me one time that I'm not a real fan, I'm gonna punch you. A real fan would buy that uh, Jaws. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's what happened. Oh found. yeah, what when, was that? when we were at the. Uh... That's what we do to each other every oh, time, time we're yeah. anywhere. And it's because like we just bully each other into buying yeah. stuff. Yeah, like and it's always like so it's always dedication. like as as part. I think a lot of people can relate to this. When you're a fan of something, like we all have specific interests, right? Right. And you might have interests that I'm not that interested in, but. I understand your perspective, and I get excited at the prospect of you diving headfirst into your <laughs> yes. fandom. So, like, yeah. like when we, you'll see, like, I don't know, like a pumpkin head poster, yeah. and you'll be like, "Fuck, I need that." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know shit about pumpkin fan, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin? Fan. I don't know shit about pumpkin head, but uh, dude, you better buy that. You better fucking buy that because, <laughs> like, I feel you'll like." It's like when you find Batman Forever stuff for me. Like, you're like, don't make me watch that movie again, please, goddammit, Abby. <laughs> but you'll find, like, an, an open or an un, you're a sealed, unopened pack of, you know, cards from right. Batman Forever. And it's like, get, you, you better fucking get it. Like, well, why? Don't be an idiot. <laughs> oh, and also that happened to us at Fanboy Expo <laughs> with, with that Jaws 2 poster. And you were like, I'm not going to buy this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you should buy that right now. <laughs> Yeah, and then I was like, well, God damn it. Let me look at my money. Let me fucking, you're going to make me buy this thing. I didn't buy it uh, for anybody listening. We all got uh, pizza. We all did get some pizza. It was good. Um, we did, yeah. I feel bad. I feel like somebody's listening going We met Scott going, Hall like, and Kevin Nash. Uh, we did. We met the Outsiders, um, the NWO. We're yeah. NWOites now. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, you know, for life. And uh, uh, also, I've seen all, there's multiple Pumpkinhead movies, right? Yeah, there's there's a couple. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say there's at least three. Wait them. a minute, do you even like those movies? They're okay. Yeah, I, I like the yeah. first one. I, I like don't know why I, like Pumpkinhead was where I went. Yeah, to. you said I don't know. Pumpkinhead's cool. I'm, Wait, I, I like it? I like Pumpkinhead. Uh, I wouldn't ever say that I needed a Pumpkinhead poster, but yeah. um, I well, know where you're coming maybe from. Maybe Puppet Master. Puppet, hey, same. I feel exactly the same about Puppet Master. Pretty much the same. <laughs> No, Puppet oh, Master's cool. I like them. Yeah. Uh, but there's like 12 of those movies. Yeah, yeah. Right. I remember my brother for Christmas one year got the uh, the Puppet Master DVD set. And yeah. apparently that, that set was uh, – it, it was like short printed. Like it wasn't in print for a long time. And he just liked those movies. And my mom found it on like wherever and bought it for him. And yeah. then like a couple years later, like maybe five or six years later, he was selling off a lot of his DVDs and listing them on eBay. And like – his Puppet Master DVDs, he was expecting to get like 10 bucks for, and they sold for like $175. Oh, wow. And he was like, wow. what? And, nice. And that's when I didn't really know a lot back then. This is probably 10, 12 years ago about like things going out of print and their value going up. Because yeah. the same thing happened to me 
with my season one of two of uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, and um, oh, wow. Saved by the Bell the College Years. And Saved by the Bell the College Years. They all went out of print for a short time. You can't get that shit. Yeah. But no anyways, matter how hard you chase it down. Um, I think a lot of people knew going into this episode it would be the Pumpkinhead Boy Meets World Puppet Master episode. Yeah. It, it's Puppet Master is something that it really deserves a good couple of hours uh, <laughs> worth of discussion. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. next hour will be the the posters of Puppet Master 3. Um, okay. Puppet Masters 3 through 7. Oh, God. Tell me, Puppet Master, what is, your... pop quiz. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word, Puppet <laughs> Master? What's that voice that we just it's jumped like into? The, it's like the, the Lazy King voice. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it's like the guy from uh, James... What's his name? Who? Inside the actor's studio, that guy. James Lipton? That's James Lipton? Lipton? I don't know. Is that James Lipton? It's Lip the Lipton team. I, I hope. I don't know. Okay. James, James, if you're listening, give us a call. Yeah. Um, and we're sorry. Call in and <laughs> let us, let us talk voice. to you. Uh, so, Jake, you're, you got yeah. this Godzilla stress, right? Yeah. You, 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 you're budgeting to maybe spend 100 150 bucks on merch, but you know you're going to walk in to some rare imports, some new stuff, maybe yeah. oh, maybe some prototypes. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, I... Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I have there. There have been times where I've gone into DragonCon, and uh, there used to be one vendor in particular that had a, a whole lot of Godzilla stuff every year. Um, he hasn't had as much the last couple of years, but I have straight up walked into DragonCon first day, walked into the dealer room, and been like, "Oh, this figure's 350 bucks. I better buy it right now before anybody else does." Yep. Yeah. Straight up done that. Yeah, uh, do it. Yeah. Jake, you should never do financial seminars. No. No, no, no. <laughs> None of us should. Yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. So you, you mentioned, so that's a little bit of Dragon Con stress. I think we all have a little bit of Dragon Con stress. You, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what? Let, let's do this. My my other stress might, might lead into a bigger conversation. How about you guys go ahead? We'll come back to me. Okay. Why don't we do this? We're talking about uh. Dragon Con. Why don't we each yeah. do a little Dragon Con stress? Keep it up. All right. I mean, I, that's what I'm going to do. Go for it. Dude, cup- Craig. Yeah. Craig. Yeah, hold on. Yes. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Yes. What's stressing you out, man? No, not really nothing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, so we're a month out from Dragon Con. Uh, budgeting is always a stressful thing. It kind of uh, piggybacks on what Jake was just saying, like making sure you have it. Because really, Dragon Con, once you pay for the hotel and the tickets – Really, it's just food and stuff. Right. And usually I don't buy much stuff because, you know, we love all of our dealers. We love all of the artists, but it can be really expensive. And a lot of times you find stuff at Dragon Con that's a little overpriced for the convention. And if you really want it, you can maybe find it online. Or You know, it's like conventions. They jack up prices sometimes. So, um, But budgeting is always a stress. But that's not my stress this year. I'm not worried about the money aspect. Um I want to go swimming at Dragon Con this year. <laughs> okay. Okay? I've never been swimming at Dragon Con. And, and for those of you listening who aren't familiar with the Dragon Con setup, uh, it's at the five main hotels in downtown Atlanta. So you got the Westin, the Hilton, the Hyatt, the Marriott, and the Sheridan. So some of the hotels have pools. Some of them don't. I think the Marriott and the Hyatt just closed their yeah, pools. Yeah, I assume they're just like, we don't want that shit <laughs> happening in our pool, because God knows. I, I would not want to be the person who cleans the pool. But then the again, pool. I see in, like, the uh, Dragon Con, like, the uh, uh, 
the uh, whatever it's called, the schedule or uh, itinerary, they there's always like a mermaid meetup. Oh yeah, at the pools in the morning. So I'm assuming some of these pools are open. Some of the I've pools never are open. Been able to swim I, either. I think they do the mermaid meetup at the Sheridan. Okay. Um, but we're That's staying on at, the bucket list. Right. So <laughs> to be a mermaid is on my bucket yes. list. Um, we're staying at the Hilton. The Hilton opens their pool, and we always get to Dragon Con early. We always get you know it doesn't officially start till Friday. We always get there like Thursday morning. And there's these glass elevators that go up to the top, and you can see outside. And I've, every year I look down at the pool, and I went, man, I want to go swimming. Yeah. But then I don't. I just don't. Well, I don't have my swimsuit, and then I don't because I feel like maybe other people we're with don't want to go swimming. So what I'm telling you right now, this is going past stress. This is determination. I'm getting Dragon Con this year, and I'm going swimming. I don't care if there's mermaids. Swimming! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say that as I run to the pool. <laughs> While you and Jake lag behind, just both just a dru- drunken I'm mess. I'm gonna be drunk. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> swimming, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go swimming. And I, but so you think swimming at Dragon Con, right? So there's like seventy thousand people at Dragon Con. Like it would just be like, like I don't know, like done up cosplay people and like stormtroopers, and maybe there's like an R two D two just floating in the I pool. I always see the advertisements pool, yeah. for those pool parties. I get stressed out about attending them because Guys, I don't have like fi- a superhero swimsuit. Let's face I barely the facts. have a swimsuit. I can never find the other half of it. All right, here, here's the facts about about pool parties at, at these kind of conventions. What happens? It's all dudes. Let's just face it. Because it's all guys <laughs> who are like, man. We're going to go to a pool party. There's going to be all these hot babes. They're going to be drinking. Things are going to no. It's going to be a bunch of dudes. Who are afraid the to take their shirts happening off? Happening inside the rooms. Guys. Yes, Not it is. It is. Um, it's Where like um, it's like an online dating site. It's mostly guys, right? That's what it is. Yeah, you, uh, you know, I, I've been. Swimming. I've never used an online been... dating site, so I don't I know, know. How many pool parties have you actually? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a pool party. <laughs> no, you've never uh, been to a pool party. Ever. I haven't. It sounds You're just fun. Guy shaming. I'm guy shaming. <laughs> shaming all the guys nice. at the pool. Wow. I've become a I'm the enemy. <laughs> You're the bully. <laughs> I'm a bully. I'm a I'm a man bully. You are That's fun. Oh well. Take it, men. I okay. now I've been swimming at Dragon Con once. Uh okay. but well, What was, was her name? Yes, stop. <laughs> What's that? No, I'm just kidding. I was being stupid. Uh, uh. but um it was in the fountain in front of the Marriott. Oh, and I was in my full uh, Rachel Ross and Rachel outfit. (laughs) So that was it. That was enough swimming for me. Uh, No, yeah, that was for uh, PK Surge. I've always wanted Uh, to get in that fountain. Yeah, that was for a um, a scavenger hunt. ZKT. Yeah, very Um, good. A couple years ago, got in ZKT. So Jake ended up uh, getting in the fountain briefly in full Ghostbusters gear. Wow. It's not, yeah, that video is online somewhere, I think. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, will I go swimming? I don't know. Probably not. Am I really stressed about it? Actually, yes, a little bit, because I like the idea of, of being in a pool and having a good time. And uh, I haven't been swimming in, like, a couple years. I know we all went to the ocean for a brief moment of time last year, but besides that. That was fun. That's it. And I want to get in a pool, and I want to relax. Yeah. Dragon Con's yeah. my vacation, folks. Yep, I want that continental breakfast <laughs> and that pizza party late at night, Papa John's. 
not what kind of pizza do you want. It's as many as you can. Yeah, that was a funny story. One time, like two years ago, so at Dragon Con, there's all these Papa John's uh, stands that are open till like four in the morning, and uh, we were like, we were just partying, we we're just having a good time, and me and Abby were in line, and there's like music playing, and people are crazy. It's like that Saturday night at Dragon Con, two a.m. Um, right. You're just, just running on fumes. Just yeah, you're just you're on pure adrenaline. And we're in line, and I get to the front, and the lady's like, "You're on that like one meal a day thing where yeah. you've only eaten. You ate it like you know whatever eleven or twelve yep. like farmer's basket like a <laughs> vegetable plate." And the the lady, the God bless her soul, the lady at Papa John's looks at me and goes, "Pepperoni or cheese?" And I go, "Abby, what kind of pizza do you want?" And she goes, "As much as possible, as, as many as you can, as many as as many pizzas as you can." Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, all all seriousness, I'm very much looking forward to Dragon Con. We get to see all of our friends, yep. and it's a big party, and we got a bunch of cool Ghostbuster stuff planned. We're gonna do a screening of Ghost Heads. Yeah, whether we swim or not. Whether we swim or not is besides the point. I'm I'm very much looking forward to that, and we're only four weeks away, which is crazy. That is crazy. That makes yep. me so stressed out because that's what my stress is. Is I keep adding things to my costume, uh, which was originally designed just to be like. A um the Kenner uh race dance figure uh, I believe the Screaming Heroes yeah. um the blue and yellow suit so I'd found the blue uniform I've been talking about that our buddy Hal Clay has done yellow accents that look amazing and I'm extremely excited I now have a yellow belt and I've decided to go with um the uh 2016 answer the call aaron gilbert universe like um real ghostbusters crossover as that being kind of the theme like as if like they went into the interdimensional crossroad at the end of the movie came back out into the animated universe and now she's functioning in like this is the uniform that she would have and like i love how much backstory your costume has yeah you got a whole thing i've got a black flight suit with green accents and it's like yeah i just like it i just think it looks (laughs) yeah I just thought it'd be cool. You're, you're, Abby's over here writing fan fiction. Yeah. Mine has a Holtzman patch, and uh, someone's going to be like, oh, what are you supposed to be, like, um, an alternate male? No, 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 no. I just like it. I like right. the name Holtzman. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, but I like it. I like the, and you I had have a backstory. To, and I did. Well, I had to think through it pretty thoroughly because I'm, I was looking at um, Artawigs, and I was trying to decide whether I wanted to get a white wig versus a brown wig and which shade of brown is like the most screen accurate to um, Aaron Gilbert's wig, which Kristen Wiig wore a wig in the movie. Um, So I wish I could find that exact one, but for now what I found is close enough and I'm going with like the reddish brown color um, because that just, I want it to be like recognizable Gilbert. And I don't know, I might want to do the rain boots for like the boots. So like I'm trying to decide on that. I also want the, um, for my weaponry, I don't think I'm going to actually carry my proton pack in the parade this year just because it's, you know, I think I'm just, I want to go lightweight. I want to be like mobile. And uh, I'm thinking I want to customize the Boomco, um, the guns, the uh, sidearms, um, and maybe do some, um, some painting, like a little bit of uh, some weathering, make them look like real world, like kind of, you know, uh, put some silver over the red and the blue and the yellow and make it look more like uh, functional and uh, and heavy. So um, I'm thinking about doing that kind of stuff. And of course, that takes a lot of time and effort and money and investment and YouTube videos. Um, and I tried my whole Riddler costume on the other night and that was very exciting, but it's just like, Oh, and I want to do Jurassic Park stuff too for Thursday night, yeah. and it's just like what well, else? So Can I, I think add? I think a lot of our um, listeners are they you know they might have done costumes before they do Ghostbusters uniforms, and I know Jake agrees with this, and I know like we're all on the same page. 
costume stress is real stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Absolutely. There's nothing quite like being four weeks out from you're Dragon. And you're at Target and everything looks like it could be used in your costume. Yeah. Like, just, I'm just <laughs> spending $70 at Target, like, three times a week. Yeah, and you're like... so much shit. Yeah, and it's like you're in, like, the housewares and you're just buying things. Like, this could be this and this yeah. could be that. And then, like, but what happened this year, we've done so much this year. All of us have. We've been on trips. We've been to California multiple times. And we've we've gone to more events, more conventions. we got the podcast. And, like, we haven't even – usually I'm thinking about Dragon yeah. Con, like, the day after Dragon Con. For us, Dragon Con has – or the Dragon Con season has always started, like, in February. Um, that's when I would always pick my um, costumes and plan the lineup, so to speak. And then, like, March, April, May, June, July, you're just building and doing. And that's what the Riddler costume was last year. It was, like, laying down, like, bedazzle and, like, gluing, you know, meticulously. And it took me, you know, weeks and months to finish. And this year, I, we're just doing some fucking crazy mashup crossover, whatever the fuck we want, Ghostbusters uniforms. And I love it, and I'm very excited. Yeah. But the problem is you start thinking about it, and you're like, okay, I got this uniform yeah. done. Well, maybe I'll just do a quick little, like you know. Like a casual Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's where in lies the trouble. Like, I'm at thrift stores trying to put together, like, a plaid, like, <laughs> pleated suit. And I, I want to be teaching in the big hall. And, <sighs> Jake, do you have any question, costume John. stress going on? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm still um, – my my GB two outfit's pretty much done. Uh, I'm, I think last episode, one of my stresses was – um, I was talking about putting together a Belk Gizmo, like a oh, scratch right, build, right, which right. is now completely finished. Yeah, and it turned good. out pretty great. Um, cool. I'm still waiting on, you know, I, I still, my pack and my Gigameter are still in the hands of the Finchers. Uh, I have faith in them. Uh, but that still is stressful to me because, like, it's not here with me. Um, this is a passive aggressive way to let them know that you're stressed, Jay. You could just oh yeah, <laughs> no for sure. Uh, there, but then there's also like the Jurassic Park thing. Like you know, I'm wondering like because we the thing every year is to maybe try to find a couple costumes that are uh, comfortable uh, <laughs> to to, to kind of lounge. They in. call those the floor costumes. Yeah, just so like, I'm like I'm yeah. sitting here like, should I bring yeah. Jurassic Park? Should I maybe do a different Jurassic Park? I was thinking about putting together like a Hammond costume. Ooh. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm going to bring Quint this year. And do that's it. like a no and like, question. I want to bring I want to bring it, but like the big thing is like if I bring Quint, then I have to shave my beard off, yeah. which is weird to me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know. Like it, yeah, it's definitely stressful. Uh, I, um, I haven't quite figured all that out yet. Yeah, no, no, no. We're we're you know I'm in the same boat. I uh, we're I think so Thursday night at Dragon Con. There's a little Jurassic Park meetup, um, which it was, was really big. It last was big year. last year, and uh, gonna do yeah, gonna do something calm and casual, and then probably just kind of Ghostbusters the rest of the weekend because uh, hey, it's 2016. There's a new Ghostbusters movie. Who knows when we're getting another one? So yeah. let's take yeah. advantage of it. Yeah, uh, and uh, cool. And well, there's so many events with PKA Surge that we're going to be doing yeah. that we're going to want to be in uniform anyway most of the day. So. Yeah, and uh, people who are making it out to Dragon Con, um, don't forget, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know where you are. We'll yeah. come hang out. We'll say hi. Uh, no cold shoulders from the Yes Have Some podcast. I'll right. tell you that much. That's right. Lots uh, of side hugs. Lots of side boob. Bumps. A lot of fisting. I'll be doing some side boob. 
Jake's doing side boob. <laughs> We're going to be looking for... Send us your best side boob. Ooh! Segway, it's the Yes Have Some Best Side Boob Contest. We have no <laughs> prizes, but we'd like to see it. <laughs> um, oh, it, look! The actor who played Dotson just showed up. With oh, his side no. boob. With his side boob. He got mad when he heard we were all of Side boob? We got side boob here. All right. See, no one cares. Hey, nobody cares. What, no menthol? No. No nipple? Whoa! Whoa! Can you say that? I said it. Uh, it felt good to say that. Parental advisory suggested. Watch out. All right. So we got our Dragon Con stress out of the way. We're all feeling pretty good. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, there's a lot going on. So we talked about it a little bit. Ghostbusters is still in theaters. Um, yeah. It's here's, – here's something I wanted to go off my chest. Um, Ghostbusters this year, this movie has turned into a, a kind of a political battle where – no matter what happens, there's two sides of the coin uh, trying to spin it one way or the other. So, Like a Pokestop. It's like a Pokestop. I don't know what that means. Because I got it. really good at Pokemon Go today when I was at the movie theater waiting to see Suicide Squad. I caught so many Pokemon. Oh, okay. good job. But you didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie. So you succeeded in your game. It was pretty good. But I got a really good dinner. Got a bunch <laughs> of vegetable sides. Okay, back to the coin. The coin. Your, the Ghostbusters two-sided coin. Two-sided coin. Two, two sides of the coin. Here's here's the situation. So right now, um, the movie's made about 108 million uh, North American, another 50 million internationally, putting it right around 160 million total. There are articles coming out saying Ghostbusters officially not a flop. We win. Then there's other articles calling Ghostbusters box office doom. We win. And uh, here's the situation. It's neither one of those. The box office numbers for Ghostbusters are extremely middle of the road. If you can be, if you can, it's, it's making, it's going to make its budget back, but maybe not its marketing budget. It's, it's doing okay, but it doesn't really show a lot of signs of legs. We just have to look at it for what it is because the only real thing that matters, this is what I've discovered in the last couple weeks, is whether or not you like the movie. I don't understand, like, pushing your agenda. Like, there's all these articles that people keep sharing, like, oh, this guy, you see this from the anti-reboot people a lot. This guy perfectly articulates exactly what I'm feeling and why I won't see this movie. Well, that's boring. Yeah, they've been seeking that out. That's stupid. Like, who cares? Like, And, Jake, here's my question. I know I'm getting a little heated, a little frustrated. Yeah, it's fine. My question to you guys is, as a Ghostbusters fan, somebody who's dedicated a big part of your childhood and your adult life to being a fan and to being part of this community and to building props and buying toys, what benefit comes from actively rooting against it? Because there's one thing to see it and not like it, but to want it to fail is a really, really weird state of mind, yeah. like a really weird opinion. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, the, the those kind of people who are doing that, uh, they I, I've seen a couple people say like, "Oh, I hope this movie kills the franchise." Yeah. Why would you want that? That's fucking. Why like why do you, why do you right. want Ghostbusters to go away forever? It makes like, no I don't, sense. Yeah, I don't understand what people think happens if this movie doesn't like people people who really love the originals and just don't want anything uh you know new to 
ruin their idea right. of Ghostbusters. It's like cutting off they think for some it. reason that if this movie just bombed and failed, that you know maybe we would get the original back or something, you know, or we would get. Uh, you know, a proper sequel, proper right. in quotes, you know, what they think the proper right, sequel should be. because they hate the direction of it. Like, yeah, what the fuck? But I'm, like, like... I'm going into Suicide Squad knowing that I actively dislike Harley Quinn and that I don't necessarily know if I'm going to like the movie, but I'm not, act- I'm not like, rooting against it. I'm not, like, I'm actually, want... I actually want it to be really good. I, I, I've seen some of the reviews and I've seen the Rotten Tomatoes score, but I secretly really want it to be awesome. I want Will Smith to kick ass, and like I want the song that whatever he does on the soundtrack to be amazing. And I want Harley Quinn to win me over, and I would love for it to be a really great experience, like Deadpool was, like Guardians of the Galaxy was for me. But I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't understand the people who would. I I personally am going into it hoping it's great, even though deep down I don't love everything about it logically, like that I know about it going into right. it. So I don't really get that side of the. My point. favorite thing is the people are like. It need Ghostbusters has to fail to show to teach Hollywood a lesson. Like, why are you so caught up with teaching Hollywood a lesson? What does that even mean? No, it doesn't make any sense. None of us can that... affect any fucking change on Hollywood whatsoever. Like, yeah. I feel like all that just there's so many. There's yeah, it's a lot of. If it. Ghostbusters is a viable IP, it's a viable franchise, and if this movie doesn't do what they want it to do. Then it'll sit for a while longer, and they'll try something else, and that's the bottom line. So that way, it doesn't ma- like the same thing happened with the reviews. All a lot of pro reboot people going, yeah, these reviews are amazing. We showed you, and all these anti reboot people going, these are terrible reviews. Look, look, look. Yeah. None of it matters. Do you like the movie? Is the only thing that matters. It's a Ghostbusters movie, and did you like it? Yes or no? What did you like about it? What did you not like about it? But this just like this active pursuit of validation of your opinion is like driving me bonkers. Yeah, it doesn't I, make it doesn't make sense to me. The people who um, when people will flat out. OK, so everybody has movies that they just don't want to see. Like, you know, oh, I don't really like those kind of movies. I don't want to see it. Whatever. Yeah. You, that new Jonah Hill movie about like guys with guns and like yeah, war and whatever. money, and I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck about that. I'm gonna see that but, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but when when people when people uh, will talk shit about a movie and and refuse to see it, and okay, so I I, I have I have talked so much shit about uh, you know a lot of these horror movies that are out now, right? But I have still gone to see some of them. Yeah. I still like I want I want to see them, you know, so I can have a better opinion. You know, like how how can you form a proper opinion about what you think is shit if you just completely refuse to watch everything? Well, that's the thing. Like if you are so dead set on Ghostbusters being a piece of garbage and you want it to fail, shouldn't you at least see it so you can defend your arguments? Like, it's like... Because it's one thing if you go, yeah, it doesn't look like it's my cup of tea, I'm just not going to see it. Like, that's one thing. But nobody's... The people who who are against seeing it, even, this is not about whether or not you liked it or whether or not you're happy about it happening. This is about not seeing it and talking shit. That's stupid. And I don't... I just can't relate to, like... If you build proton packs, right? If you if a big part of your life is Ghostbusters, how could you not want to at least be curious? Yeah, peek around that corner. 
even if it sucks, right? Like, even if, like, I'm a huge fan of Point Break. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. When they announced they were going to remake it, I was like, no, that's stupid. You don't need to remake it. It's perfectly fine how it is. But that's where my opinion ended. I didn't rant about it. I didn't rave about it. And guess what? I watched it. I watched the reboot. And it was really bad. It was like (laughs) really, really, really bad. I wasn't happy that it was bad because I wanted it to be good because I like Point Break. And I was like, cool, a new version of something I like. It's like if you really like cookie dough ice cream from one brand and another brand comes out and puts out cookie dough ice cream, I'm not going to actively root against it. I want two good brands. Yeah. I mean, you want like when when you're going to see a movie – who wants a movie to be bad? Like, I want, you know, even though, yeah, some movies are going to suck. Your personal tastes aren't going to play into every single movie. Like, you're not going to like everything. But right. don't you want to? Like, I don't want to hate as many movies as I hate. I want I, every I movie to be good. Better. I feel like the movie's like a giant gauge of whether or not you're a happy person, like, going into it. Like, it it kind of is. Right off the, like. It is because, like. No, I mean, expand on that. Like, I don't what do mean you... to sound like a dick, but yeah. Like, I mean, if you are have a positive, like, glasses half full outlook going into a movie, why would you be actively rooting against something? Why would you need something to scapegoat all of your, like, misery on? Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not trying to call out or polarize or anything like that. But no, I mean. It's just, like, where does so much of that negativity come from? It cannot come from a place that well, just I'll tell you where it comes doesn't from. like Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones and Melissa McCarthy as Ghostbusters. It has to come from a place of, like, there's a disturbance or there's like an imbalance. So, in your and, life. and I want to clarify something. There's, there's different camps here. When we talk about people rooting against the movie, I am not talking about like your YouTube comment thread, hateful teenagers, 12 year olds or 50 or whatever they are. Like they don't get nothing. They say matters or registers at all, but I'm talking more about people who, uh, whose opinions I might actually respect or have intelligent conversation with. Or who would be considered, like, somehow tangentially a part of the community because they're big fans. Right. I think it's fear. I think it comes out of fear. I think we all hold on to something like Ghostbusters uh, so tightly for different reasons. A lot of it comes from that that part of our childhood where we needed something to grab onto to be ours. And when you grab onto something and make it yours and somebody else comes along and starts playing with it, as a human being, sometimes you go, no, fuck you, put it down, that's mine. That's what this is. Right. Now, or you go, I hated it to begin with. But I don't give a like. You know what I mean? Oh, you that's the spiteful, other thing. Right? Which I don't is even like, care. That's the hoping it fails. Like that game sucks anyway. Yeah, take fuck it. that. You know, I didn't want it anyway. It's like when I traded my Nerf Bone Arrow for this guy's copy of Sonic and Knuckles on Sega Genesis, and he was like, "I don't even care. That game sucks." I was like, "No, <laughs> dude, this game is awesome. I don't know what your problem is." <laughs> and then I played it, and I was like, "No, this game does kind of suck." He got sucks. a better deal. So, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. All I'm saying is, if you haven't seen the movie and you're rooting against it, you're probably not listening to the Yes, Have Some podcast. Yeah, so it's okay to say that. But if you are, go see it, then form your opinions. Because it's pretty fucking fun. It is fun. It's super uplifting. It's entertaining. It's hard not to smile or laugh or find something that you can take with you and go, oh, that was a Ghostbusters moment. That was you know? No, but the problem is people go, if you... There's people that go into – like we – listen, we're all cynical. We've all done this. We've all gone into a movie or TV show 
looking for things to hate about it. We've all done it, right? Right. Dude, Stranger yeah. Things, because everybody fucking has been talking about that. I'm, like, kicking and screaming, dragging, like, you know, not wanting to watch it because everybody's into it, but it was really fucking it good. It is really good. It was super good. <laughs> and yeah. you could say maybe it plays too heavily on, like, nostalgic ties or whatever and, like, hearkening to back to other things. Um, but it stands on its own, it so does. it's really good. It's but really going good. into that, yeah. I mean, right. Like when I watch The Walking Dead, I'm actively looking for things to complain about. That's just you know what? But I haven't dedicated a big part of my life. No, to I The Walking Dead. A moment on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, wanted to get that off my chest. Hope I'm not ranting and raving too much. All I'm saying is, see the movie, then let's talk. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, see it before yeah, you start. Yeah, I, I might watch it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's your? I was sad that we weren't in line to I'll watch Ghostbusters tonight when we were trying to see the Suicide Squad. Um, how many times have you seen the new movie, Jake? Um, uh, I've seen it in the theaters. Uh, I don't know, three times. Three times. Uh, cool. Um, I've seen it other ways multiple Ooh. times. You're being bad. Being bad. <laughs> yep. Ooh, um, nasty girl. Yeah. Oh, speaking of nasty girl, um. This is a terrible transition. Uh-huh. So, I should have said, speaking of reboots uh, or sequels, uh, it was announced this week um, a semi-high-profile property is being rebooted slash sequelized. Um, thanks, Hollywood. No original ideas as usual. Um, oh, algorithm we- movies. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, triggered. I'm, tri- I'm so I'm triggered. Being, I'm getting triggered. Um, no, The Rocketeer. We're getting a new Rocketeer. Um, it's kind of surprising, right? Like, the Rocketeer was kind of popular and has a cult following, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've am i seen it. I tried watching it the other night, and I fell asleep, not because it was bad. I was just... It was, like, two in the now, morning. Did you fall asleep, or did you watch four episodes of Seinfeld? I fell asleep, <laughs> I woke up, and then I watched four episodes of Seinfeld. I was there. Um, so they're going to do... It's a sequel to The Rocketeer. But it's one of these, like, Jurassic World style, like, takes place in the original universe, but it's basically, it's probably going to be retell the same story, mm-hmm. but the the big controversy is that instead of a white male lead, we are going to have a black female lead, um, and it's going to be called Rocketeers, as in Rocketeers, the tears of man- Men, man babies crying. Man babies crying. Rocketeers. So they're, they're taking all our jobs. <laughs> all our rocket man jobs. Yeah. Um, Jake, what did you think when you heard the news of this uh, Rocketeer sequel? Uh, I didn't care. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, really, I was like, oh, cool. Okay, we'll get another Rocketeer cool. movie. Uh, I have seen the Rocketeer, but it's been so long that I don't even know if it would count as, as seeing the movie. And right. I know we have a couple friends who would probably get mad at me for even saying that. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I was watching. Yeah, it, I just like I, I don't said... remember anything about it except like the dude wears a jetpack. Yeah. And... Rock. I don't know. Whatever. So the first you're... ten minutes were pretty cool. Yeah, I was rewatching it the other night. A couple things. It, it's definitely like it feels like they wanted it to be very indiana jones right um yeah you got the mentor yeah just the, yeah the way the it's science. and it's based on a graphic novel and i don't i i would be lying if i told you if i knew how faithful it was um but um it was directed by joe johnston mm-hmm. 
who directed a little movie called a JP JP three Jurassic Park three. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and yeah, Alan. I don't know. Alan. 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 <laughs> Alan. Um. <laughs> um. And that's it. Yeah, they're gonna make another Rocketeer. I mean, I they probably Disney probably looks at it and says there's a lot of potential here to do something really cool and kind of relaunch uh, a franchise that the people it's like the nostalgia thing, right? There's some level people are familiar with it. Right. People give it a chance. Yeah, the and, image is iconic. Yeah, that's well, that's the thing. Maybe not everybody remembers the Rocketeer that great, but everybody knows it when they see it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Um, I've seen that costume before many times. But it kind of got me thinking about other like late '80s, '90s properties that should be remade, rebooted, or sequelized. Yeah. With females. Okay. 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 So here, here we Let's go. Let's hear it. Ready? Okay. Dickless Tracy. Whoa! Is that where we're starting? Where do we go from there? Now, oh, man. Now, right. that's... You can go a lot of different directions with that. Yeah. But it feels modern, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but that's the only one I came up with. That's the, that was the long setup for that joke, huh? Yep. That good. was a big setup. That was good. Yeah, they're not even really rebooting Rocketeer. It was just all made up for the... I, like, I, I had, was... <laughs> I had Disney announce that... Just so I could make this joke. Right. I was, as you were saying that, uh, I was like, okay, oh, cool. Let's hear what Craig would like remade with a, with female. Ah! This would be fun. And then it was just like that bad joke. And then there yeah, was yeah. That. I want to say it again. Dickless Tracy. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Every time. Private eye. Hits you Emphasis on the, the private. Oh. Um, but um, I don't know. There's probably lots of movies that could be remade with females or without females yeah. or whatever. Like there's, there's properties like I've always wanted a sequel to Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And I think they could do it. I think Robert Zemeckis could do something awesome. I've maybe the boats passed. I don't know, but I feel like people would go see it. I feel like yeah. it'd be popular. Yeah, yeah. Especially with that animation that we saw within Ghostbusters. That would be super cool to see something like that. Like where right. it looks 2d or whatever. Yeah. Like they could do computer animation that looks hand drawn. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I want? I want a I want a complete remake of Ace Ventura, but with Kate McKinnon. Oh, holy shit! That's a good call. That'd be good, right? That would be good. Yep, that'd I'd be amazing. It. I'd watch that. Now, should it be a, a remake or is she like a prodigy of of Ace Ventura? No, dude, she the, just a remake. She is Ace yeah, Ventura. Yeah, straight up. She's just Ace Ventura. Yeah. yeah. Now, are we talking about a little Jim Carrey cameo was, at least? Yes. Oh well, yeah. You know, he will play. Uh, who will he play? Um, <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll play he'll... the dolphin. There we go. <laughs> Makes sense. Animated. Uh, Jim yeah. Carrey's an know. animated dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it. it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I want to see that movie. I mean, I, I'm not against remakes. I just like originality. So if you're going to do a remake or a reboot, bring something new to the table. Um, but Jake, we've talked about this a lot, and I know Abby and I have talked about this. When it comes to these franchises or these revisitations or remakes or sequels or whatever, it does kind of make you wonder, like, is this just something like that's always been happening? 
Are we getting older? Are we becoming like disgruntled with what we're seeing? Or do are we just holding on to our past? I don't know. What do you What do you think? I think uh, I think there's a little bit of both happening. Uh, it's is okay. So as far as remakes, we uh, as everybody will will constantly complain about remakes. You know what I mean? And I and I'm one of those people that that have in the past been like, oh, another remake. Okay, but you know if you think about it. Um, movies have been have been being remade since before we were born. Like it's since nothing. New, it's time. nothing yes. new for a movie to be remade. Tale as old as time. Yeah, the issue with remaking a movie if, is just what you said. If you can do something better, if you can do something uh, new, if you have a better idea, then it's fine. There there are some really amazing remakes out there. Uh, the the problem is like when when a movie is being remade just because the studio is like, hey, this can make some money, let's cobble it together and throw it out really quick. You know, like I mean, a quick example like uh, Total Recall, RoboCop. Those those I thought were awful, and they were just like, hey, we need to get it out. Let's make RoboCop PG thirteen so we can get as many people in it as we can. Um, it, it it almost seems like you're getting you're getting the studios they want to spend the least amount of money they can on whatever they know is going to bring people into the movie theater and but then they don't cut the funny thing is but then the people don't come to the theater right yeah, like nobody it, was like itching for a total recall remake no. like, yeah. with Colin Farrell like a, a fake movie star that like go ask a thousand people who their favorite actor is you will not get one Colin Farrell right <laughs> I really like phone booth <laughs> yeah right right. Like, <laughs> right um yeah I really do like phone booth <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I actually, just wonder. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know that was actually supposed to be Jim Carrey originally. Was it? Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Wow. I was big into the phone booth, uh, deep net. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The rumor. The rumor mill. Yeah. When did that come out? I don't know. It could be five years ago. It could be twenty years ago. I have no clue. I think it's probably not five. Um. Well, it was a phone booth. So it had to be a while ago. <laughs> it had to be yeah. What, yeah, people were listening. What's a phone booth? What's what's right. phone? Oh, don't you wait, but he was on a cell phone, like in just like he was just standing on the street on a cell phone, right? That's what yeah, you're talking about. That's what that's what we mean. When you're charging your phone and you're sitting at a restaurant. It's a phone booth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you guys have a plug? Can I do you have a, I have a charger on me. Like my phone's dead. You've been there, right? What's yeah. all right? We're real quick. Last last digression, and we'll go back. What is the plot of Phone Booth? He's like, there's a, it's like a sniper, right? And he can't leave the phone booth. Yeah, I, yeah. What it's is like the point of that? He's like, if you leave booth? the phone booth, I'll shoot you or somebody. I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> it is like speed. Let's watch Phone Booth. It's like season two of True Detective. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I phone don't remember. Booth. Yeah. All right, cool. So, note to self: Let's all watch Phone Booth this weekend. Okay. Yeah. If we can find it. And then we'll do it. And then we'll do a whole episode about it. Okay, I bet it's streaming <laughs> on Crackle. It's free on everything right now. <laughs> it's just everywhere. Um, just, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, you could probably just email Colin Farrell, and he'll just send yeah. you a copy. It's probably like um, actordude23 at aol.com. Probably just gets you to Colin Farrell. Um, just kidding. We love you, Colin Farrell. Uh, so yeah. So we were talking about um, the studios. Not putting a lot of money, rushing production, 
and just getting something out. But yeah, nobody wants it, to go see Total Recall. Nobody cares. It, it, These are it, all the things that people accused Ghostbusters 2016 of. Right. right. But it wasn't I don't, really the case. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's just because, you know, as we grow up and we, you know, the internet is around and you can, you get to see more of the process of how movies are made and everything. Um, if, if it's just like us becoming, you know, more cynical towards what we watch, uh, or, or, or if it is like a shift happening to where it is, you know, you're getting less and less of, you know, directors making the movie because they want to make a movie. It's almost at a point where like the movies that are, you know, true storytelling, uh, it's like, they have it's to on Netflix. It, yeah, it's only directors that are super famous at this point. You know what I mean? It's like right. Steven Spielberg does whatever he wants because he's Steven Spielberg. Quentin Tarantino can put out whatever he wants because he's Quentin Tarantino. But everybody else, if you're not tapped to make a superhero movie, then you know you have to just. Yeah. It's just like you have to get super lucky. You're not. Yeah. No one. Yeah. yeah. But it's like studios have, you know, uh, okay, so when Jurassic World was being made, that studio was like, oh, no, this movie is getting made. Let's go find a director who gets to direct this movie. Oh, we're going to make another Star Wars? Let's go pick what director gets to make Star Wars. You don't get all these directors just being like, hey, this is a movie. I want to make this movie. You have to, like, make a major studio picture and it has to do very well before that studio is like, okay, we'll give you the money to do what you want. And and it's like, because of that, you get more and more of the same kind of, uh, you know, it's superhero movies, the same basic plot of a horror film, or like Michael Bay type movies over and over and over because the studios know they can put those out. They can attach whoever, you know, there's a handful of actors who who will be in either of those movies. They can pick them out from hat. They'll just make it. Right. So it's like you almost get less and less or it's harder to find the kind of movies that, you know, are good. Well, the other thing is these directors, right. they get picked and they hope that they can make a kick-ass um, superhero movie or, or, or something that brings in a lot of money. So then they're looked at as a viable director, and then they can maybe go do other projects. And their passion projects. That they're passionate right. about, exactly. Yeah. But what's really interesting, look at what's going on right now. So Gareth Edwards directed um, Godzilla 2014. That was his mm-hmm. big breakout. And Kathleen Kennedy saw him and handpicked him, like Jake was just saying, to come in after Godzilla and direct Star Wars Rogue One, the first ever spin-off Star Wars movie, yeah. and that movie's in some shit right now. It's it went through reshoots, major rewrites. They brought in a, another uncredited writer. I, I'd have to look up his name. The guy who did some of the Bourne movies to uh, kind of oversee the editing. There was this big report about it. So it's like it's just interesting. It's interesting where we are right now. And there's less. You, you either have like low budget. Movies that kind of fly under the radar or just these big blockbusters that are just hit or miss. And if they're a miss, then look what look at the guy, Josh Trank. He directed Chronicle. Chronicle, And everyone yeah. went, yeah, this yeah. guy, we got to get him on a big movie. And then he went on, did Fantastic Four, yeah, and it flopped. Like, and when that, are we going to hear right. from him again? Maybe never. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's it, it almost doesn't make sense the way these things are happening. And I wonder, like, has it, has it kind of always been this way and we just didn't really – no, 
uh, or or is it is this what's happening? Like, is this what the future of uh, movies is going to be? It's just like as many studio pictures as possible and way less of, you know, uh, passion projects or whatever. Uh, like, well, right. Are we just getting older and cynical or is this yeah, just it, uh, it's it's weird. And it's like, you know, it it's harder and harder to find, you know, movies come out like um, Green Room, right? Uh, I don't know. Have you guys seen Green Room? I have not. Okay, so Green Room was amazing. It was super good. One of the best movies of the year. Patrick Stewart is in it. Uh, Anton Yelchin was in it. So, like, two pretty big actors. But because the story is a little different, uh, a little, you know, unconventional, because the director is a little less known, uh... It was like hard to see that movie. You had to find it was like a very limited release, uh, and why? Like, why is that? After watching the movie, if you if you okay, so you guys go watch Green Room, you'd be like, oh no, I could see this movie doing well. Like, right. why wasn't right. this movie? There's nothing. It's not like uh, you know, it's not like an NC seventeen. There's no real reason that that movie shouldn't have gotten uh, a wide release. And a lot of movies are like that now. Uh, they either well, they either get super limited release or they go into a theater for a week and they're gone. Yeah, or they're like they're on demand. Like a lot of people end up seeing movies just on demand or on Netflix, yeah. or they're like, "Oh, I didn't even know what this was because I never got a chance to see it in a theater." Yeah. Um, look at the early '90s. Like, look at like there's like this whole string of movies that came out between like '89 and '94. None of those movies would get made now. Right. They just wouldn't. Like, yeah. and these were movies that, like, you, I went to see with my family. Gremlins, like, right. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. That wouldn't happen now. Like, no family in, in 2016 right. is going to go out and see, like, a dark comedy about some kids, you know, whose babysitter dies. And, like, yeah. they would Or, like, My Cousin Vinny, like, the real, like, the. The R-rated comedy, like, the well-acted R-rated comedy that gets nominated for, like, yeah. Academy Awards. Like, it's just weird. And, and and also, the other thing is, like, we follow, like, we follow movies pretty closely, especially the ones we have vested interests in, like, vested interests in. So, like, we followed Ghostbusters so, so closely that it's a miracle that when we actually saw it that we just didn't know everything. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the average movie-going experience for most people because we, when we saw Ghostbusters again for the fifth time the other night, there was a guy sitting next to me who decided to do his own little commentary track oh. the entire time. Oh, great. Well, that's the best. Whole time. Now, normally I'd be upset. Girlfriend didn't know anything about the movie. Yeah, but I, would be, I wouldn't like this. But since it was my fifth time seeing Ghostbusters and since he was pretty funny, <laughs> I let it slide. And, I could, and what I got from him was that he knew that he was going to see Ghostbusters, but he didn't know anything about it. Right. Going into it. Because when Melissa McCarthy popped up on screen, he goes, oh, they put her in this? She's funny. Like, <laughs> you didn't know she was in this? It's because it's because the, uh, the general public, uh, they don't sit on the internet and read articles about movies all day. They watch their TV at night or whatever, whenever they get off work. And they see TV spots, and that's whenever they get out of their metal coffins coming home from the office. <laughs> that's all they see. You know, yep. they don't they don't sit on. We've been online for the last two three years, reading 
every single speck of news and gossip and uh, set Hot photos cops. for sex photos, sex photos, <laughs> and not good. just for Ghostbusters, but for like everything. You know, that's yeah, that's what we do. Like, I have websites yeah. on my you know bookmarked that are just like here's what's happening in movie news today breaking this is what's happening here's some set photos this started filming right. this is done you know and like, i find myself caring about movies that i never actually see like yeah. when they announced the fifth uh born movie that matt damon i was going oh shit this is crazy matt damon's back in the fold this is going to be big yeah i've literally never seen one <laughs> of those tried movies to watch one. <laughs> me either i've never seen it, any of those you thought you should buy the new harry potter book you, you yeah. have to be a part of the zeitgeist like, yeah you thought, i was I like i'm about to get that new harry potter book i've never I read, read any of the other ones but i gotta get it <laughs> i was like they're pretty good you should read them um, jake i i agree with you man i think that listen the flip side of it is I'm a big fan of the, the summer popcorn film, the the big budget franchise. You know, I, I love that stuff and I love seeing the successful franchises. But um, RoboCop's a perfect example of a movie that, where they could have really done something awesome picking up on that concept. And they just, you know, it just didn't really work. Yeah. Uh, um, it's just movie trend. Movie trends are so weird, you know, and it's like I never knew that movie trends existed until now. And like the big movie trend now is is nostalgia, you know, yeah. to just do, you know, bring back everything from, you know, the past, remake right. it, bring it back, do a sequel, just of whatever they can get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. If you're going to take some material and if you're going to make something new out of it. If you're gonna add some shit to it, then it better be some good fucking shit, or I'm gonna be upset. I I'm think talking I know about where, you. The I know. Killing joke. I know where this is going. All right, so I didn't know. If, <laughs> I didn't know if we were gonna get. I didn't know if we were gonna get here, but we might as well give I our, be, our thoughts and run down. So um, right now, yes, have some podcast is going to be talking about the new DC animated feature, The Killing Joke. Uh, so if you haven't seen it. Um, turn this off and go watch it because we'll probably get pretty spoilery. And uh, I know Abby's got some opinions, so I'm just going to give her the floor. The Killing Joke, it was in theaters for two days. We've all seen it. Abigail? I mean, I wanted to see it theaters. Like, I texted you, Craig. I said, hey, let's go see The Killing Joke tonight. I was looking up, like, movie times. I wanted to like it. I didn't know much about the source material. I knew that it was one of the darker, more disturbing uh, graphic novels. I knew Alan Moore um, was the brains behind it, and obviously he did Watchmen, which is like got some fucked up dark shit in it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I was super eager to watch this. I love the DC universe. Um, I'm intrigued by the Joker, and I knew that Batgirl was in this movie, and I was really pumped to see her um, animated adaptation, and um, just to see her in action. And I've just I've always kind of been loosely a fan of hers, and I've been a pretty big Batman fan since I was a little kid. Um, so I wanted to watch this. I, I didn't end up seeing it in theaters. We purchased it um, and watched it at home. And about 10 minutes into it, I just, I turned around and looked at you, Craig, and I was like, I think I fucking hate this. <laughs> um, and I do. I The, the whole beginning portion uh, with Batgirl was apparently like, an added bit that was uh, that's non-canonical. Um, they added like a a little love sequence with Batgirl and Batman, and I guess the way that I feel about it, it's like okay, so 
you could complain that like why the fuck would you um like it's kind of unfair to to put her in as like a sexually objectified like you know that's like the thing that her character does but like beyond that if you're gonna have a sex scene with batman like make it a good fucking sex scene that wasn't even a good set like i felt like it was super vanilla and super basic and like super 90s and like they they didn't even show very much so like if that was the big thing that we were all building up to like it just it was just more to the point that like her existence was just like I mean, I know that it's tragic and it's fucked up and we all knew it was coming, um, like, you know, with what happens in The Killing Joke, like, which I didn't really know going into it. She gets invaded pelvically multiple times. Yeah, and then she gets paralyzed, and there's, like, sexual assault, and, like, I know that it's the dark carnival and, like, all those elements of exploring the Joker's backstory and all that kind of stuff, like, that, I guess, was, like, the most watchable of, like, those were the most watchable portions of it, but, like, I really was disturbed like i felt myself days after it like feeling those waves of anger like the i just i just really didn't like the way that that it went down with batgirl and i felt like if you're going to add a whole part in the beginning like where she's like why not make the most of it like if if you if she's gonna be done so wrong in the end like why not make some cool shit happen to her like i just really didn't get into the the whole opening plot with like that pretty boy like mobster guy who's like batgirl's hat and like i just i kind of agree with you on this one point that like you know when when batgirl gets shot and she's paralyzed like you're supposed to feel awful and terrible but like i was pretty annoyed with her that when Joker shot her, I was like, yeah, fucking shoot her, man, because she sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh, my boobs are in the way. Like, I just felt so, like, I I was annoyed by her. Like, I felt, like, watching her scenes, I'm just like, she's not my type of gal. And, um, yeah, I know, whatever. Like, I know that the storyline um, that Alan Moore has come out, like, in years, you know, recently saying he kind of felt bad for writing um her demise that way like i know she becomes oracle and becomes batman's eyes and ears and all that kind of shit um but like it just it, i know that it was dark to begin with but it was just slow and evil and it actually was kind of boring and i just kind of and it was just bad and i just i just didn't like it so. well you should tell us how you really feel next time <laughs> there you go jake you saw it yeah yeah you know her her getting shot the way she does that that stuff doesn't bother me that that that's not what I didn't like about it. Uh, I I agree with you, Abby. The whole kind of tacked on beginning, um, I didn't really love. And I understand that when you're making um, a graphic novel into a movie, there has to be something added. There's got to be more. But there's they add so much Batgirl in the beginning. Batgirl's barely in the the book. The the yeah. book isn't so right. much about Batgirl. Right. It's it you no. know that happens to her, but it's not it's her. It's more story. about it's origin story, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and it's they, about the dichotomy between Batman and the Joker. Yeah, and she's, how they're mirroring each yeah. other, right? And exactly. the 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 movie kind of changes that by by having her be the main focus uh, most of the movie uh, until that point. Um, the the other thing that I didn't like about it her being uh, kind of an is. Idiot. Uh, the Killing Joke has become, you know, first of all, it's like a super popular, you know, it's it's like the most popular. Uh, yeah, it changes People the say it's of... the best one. Well, uh, it's iconic. Just him, uh, the Joker with the camera and the uh, the uh, Hawaiian. Yeah, you see that in the Tim Burton. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah it's, it's, it's basically yeah. like the canon backstory for the Joker. And also yeah. there is, um, 
recently there's been a lot of there there are articles you can read there there's a there's a video of a guy explaining uh that basically in the end of the graphic novel um alan moore kind of secretly kills off the joker yeah and he does it in a way that a lot of people didn't notice right off the bat but i've read like article after article of people kind of explaining uh from panel to panel, yeah, what they think is happening, and that you know the that Joker last... is actually being killed. And I and I remember I remember when I read that, being like, "Holy shit, that is amazing!" I loved that. I love the idea of them, it's open of Batman it. fucking just killing the Joker and them doing it in a way that maybe a lot of people didn't realize that was what was happening for a long time. Right. So I was like, "Oh, it will be. It'd be really cool to see how." they animate that because it yeah. works really well in panels. Gotcha. Uh, and it kind of doesn't come across at all like that in the movie. Uh, the movie, yeah. it, it just like almost loses that whole thing, uh, yeah. which I didn't like. Also, here's another thing. Uh, so halfway through, I'm, I was like, wait, was there a musical number in the killing joke? The Joker just has a musical number. in Oh, this. And yeah. I, I am not it one to complain. Like I'm not American one to complain about musical numbers, but it was just yeah. kind of out of nowhere, and yeah. it was weird. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. But, uh, but well, I do- I missed it because I didn't. I fell asleep. Uh, you- same as same as the Rocketeer. I I missed like thirty minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, dude, the Joker just has a musical number at some point. Yeah, I forgot about that entirely. Yeah, that that part, it's just, it's weird. Uh, Go for it. No, no, I was going to say, though, I I will say that I do like um, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Mark Uh, Hamill is great, yeah. They they both do, like, amazing voiceover work for those two characters. And, uh, like, you always hear every time they're like, this is the last time. It was the last time we're doing it. And last then, tour. Like, a new video game or a new animated feature. Like, they just keep doing it over and over. Yeah. Uh, and I well, like let's, that. Let's talk about... Um, well, I guess I'll give my general thoughts, even though I missed some of it. Um, so I don't know how qualified I am to give it a proper review. But do it anyway. But here's... But do here's it anyway. my, Having said that, here's my important thoughts. Um, the... I don't... I mean... My frame of reference to the original source material is limited... I'm familiar with the story. Uh, I know that. I don't know. I my preferences for the Joker to not have a backstory. Um, when you start giving a backstory to a character like that, I feel like you do take away um, from kind of what makes him interesting and what what right. makes the evil so so palpable. But um, I get that this is a a very well-regarded and famous story in in the world of Batman, and I was excited to watch it. Um, they kind of made a big deal about it being like the first R-rated animated DC feature. It, for an R-rated feature, it felt fairly tame. Uh, the language wasn't over the top. There was kind of the sexual stuff, and I mean, it, it's violent, you know. But that stuff like doesn't really bother me. Um, the Batgirl stuff at the beginning does it? It doesn't bother me in the way it bothers Abby. So. It, it doesn't hit me in the way of like, wow, they've taken this. Which I'm just be... like, you're squandering it. Well, like... it, it, they do take a female, uh, an important female character, and don't really give her a good voice and good legs to stand on. And she kind of she's just... got nice legs. <laughs> she's got really nice legs and a really nice ass they that we they zoom don't give up on while she's out on, on a fucking run. Yeah, yeah. 
She's ain't gonna be standing on those legs much oh, longer. Oh, I, I missed uh, it. There but, it is. Um, Shit. But yo. it just was boring. It was kind of boring. It was, it was like it was like like I get it. There's going like in this. Okay, I am willing to buy that in this version of Batman. Batman's kind of an asshole. She's kind of pining after him, and they hook up, and he kind of gives her the old, uh, the old yes, have some cold shoulder, and oh, um, God damn it. And I, I'm willing to take that, but what I'm not hey, willing. You know, the bat signal's not a beeper. It's not. And she uses it as a beeper. It's just not well she executed. Use the it was just boring, and it yeah. just didn't feel like the stakes were that high. Um, on a positive note, you know, I didn't. Sometimes those animated movies, like the DC animation, the animation doesn't look very good. Almost looks like Flash animation. I thought the animation was good. The voiceover work was good. Um, and the fact that we're living in a time where they're taking these popular comic books and making them animated features, and they're yeah. getting theatrical releases, all that stuff's really, really cool. Um, I just think they maybe, I don't know, possibly missed out on the opportunity. Um, because I get it that the comic book's only so long and they want it to be feature length, but maybe there was other stuff that they could have added. Yeah. Um, to, to well, cause make they've it... written like, um, like in, there was like a 2010 issue of like, I think it was called ladies night where like wonder woman and Satana like come back and take Batgirl out for like one last night before she gets paralyzed or whatever. Like they've tried to rewrite the storyline to where like, it alters it. I think at one point some character goes back, like in like an entire one of the runs, um, and to change time or whatever. Like it would have been cool to maybe see something like something good happen, like in the, or, or to make the most of her her time, background time on screen. Well, that's the other thing. If you want me to buy into the tragedy here, the tragedy of uh, what you know the the that one bad day, right? That right. the Joker becomes the Joker, and the tragedy of the, of Batgirl. Give me a character that I can buy into a little bit at the beginning of the movie and make me and feel for. Yeah. for Batman for for what's happening to her and make me feel for her what's what's happening yeah, to her. Yeah, you could milk that training and build that tension, like make it like dirty dancing, like where you want to see, where you want to see him do it. That's the musical number that this movie needed. Yeah. Was <laughs> Let them have the time of their life. Yes. Yeah. Um but Before overall, I mean I, I goes down. it's probably not something I'm gonna be watching again. Having said that there's tons of Batman storylines and, and graphic novels that would make uh, really good uh, animated features. And, you know, I hope they keep doing them. I, I hope they keep doing them. I will keep watching them and hoping for the best. Yes. Yeah, same um, here. Um, there's a, there's a – so talking about the, the Joker's origin story, there's something I read recently that was kind of interesting that um, – you the the two of you might uh might find fun to read uh so i don't know if you guys ever check out um crack.com uh you know a lot of times they'll post things that are just jokes or you know whatever but they they do a lot of uh fan theory posts stuff like that and um Mm -hmm. there was a they posted a fan theory um that was basically the Joker is Batman's brother, and they had, uh, I think, about four pages of evidence to back up the claim, and evidence, you know, coming everywhere from the comics to little things in the Nolan movies that that kind of pointed to it. And at first, when I read the headline, "Oh, the Joker is Batman's brother," I was like, "Oh, well, that's stupid." But by, the t- but, but by the time I finished it, I was like, oh, no, 
I am absolutely 100% sure that the Joker and Batman are brothers. Uh, you should you should check it out. It was on crack.com. Uh, if, if you could find it, read it. It's if you know, and, and obviously it's not true or whatever. No, I doubt anybody ever has written a Batman comic with that in mind. But it's uh, it's really fun to think of it that way, Theorize, uh, right. especially when especially when you start reading it and things make sense and you're like, oh, that does oh. like that does fit. You know, well, this right. one's going to I have another fan theory. It's going to make all of our conversation in the last I few minutes. Do. Um, a little weird. I, I actually think Batman is, um, Batgirl's father. Oh, stop, <laughs> y'all. So, oh, take that, Dotson. Whoa, um, whoa. God. Whoa. That guy's like, Full that guy's in, he's like, they're slandering me. Um, he's li- yeah, uh, he's listening and just. I never did anything with my daughter. They um, just have some in prison. <laughs> Yes, have some prison. Yes, have some prison. The new YouTube show where we uh, go to prisons you know? and talk to actors who got arrested. Yeah, we right. do prison podcasts. Um, uh, I don't know. This might be a topic of discussion uh, for another time, but, you know, some of the early reviews of Suicide Squad are kind of along the same lines of, like, eh, Harley Quinn not really doing this the right way. Maybe DC has some like systemic problems with. Uh... Is DC bad for women? Ooh. Ooh, I wouldn't say that. Wonder Woman's doing great. That new trailer looks good. I'm just putting it out there. Maybe it has nothing to do with sexism. Sexism. Maybe DC just has some issues. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Man of Steel. All right. Let's see what's going on in Warner Brothers there. Let's look at Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad. They're not knocking these out of the Couple park. Couple things. Tiny yeah, I think in general DC has always kind of had uh, they haven't had a very good track record. Uh, mm-hmm. If besides Batman, right, uh, it, it's never really done very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Green Lantern. I mean, look at mm-hmm. like so with the Dark Knight trilogy is different because you have a visionary. You've got Christopher Nolan taking yeah. the helm on that, uh-huh. and then you know. I don't know. Maybe there's some. Maybe they, maybe they need to wash their clothes or something. They need to, guys. Well, I think they're trying. I think they're trying. And uh, uh, you know, uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice came out, and you know, uh, a lot of people really hated it. It was really, it was really like droll and boring and depressing. And because of that, we now have. Suicide Squad and Justice League trailers where they're jokes and it's way lighter and fucking Justice League trailer came out and it kind of looks entertaining, you know, and it's because they know that uh, they know that they're not knocking them out of the park and they're doing everything they can right now to try to bring some joy to these movies. Well, here's speaking of that, like um, we'll wrap up here, but. I was talking about this today, like DC's um, TV stuff is really popular like with Arrow and Flash. Like people love that stuff. Why not just bring those characters into that universe? Like why do we have to have a new Flash? Like if people like a already top tier, second tier, right? Like, like why? why... Yeah, like because if, if DC's really because if you don't want to emulate Marvel, that's fine. But DC's kind of made it clear that they do want to have like the cinematic universe but look what Marvel's done. They've got like 10 movies and like all these TV shows. It's like an intricate woven like yeah. house of cards. It's and, all delicate. And it just feels like, I don't know. We'll, 
We'll talk more on the next episode once we all see Suicide Squad. Maybe maybe we'll take this hey, all back. Maybe I'll fucking love Harley Quinn and I'll be singing her praises. But I, I would take I would bet against that. Keep guessing not. Yeah, it's gonna be a swing and a miss. Um, yeah, we'll with that see. Big old baseball bat. I don't know shit. I'm excited about it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. We're definitely all gonna right. go tomorrow night. So. so look, we covered a lot of ground. We're all over the place tonight. Uh, tying up some loose ends. Uh, Guys, any final thoughts before we uh, move on here? It's, it's been a, loose. This it's been has good. been loose. I'm tired. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm looking forward to. There's a lot of movies coming out that I am looking forward to. Even though we we just kind of sat here and chat on the movie business and yeah. and how things seem to be going. We but, love you, movies. But yeah, there is a lot of stuff coming out. Um, Hollywood needs to be taught a lesson by the Yes Have Some podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then. Yeah, I say that, and then I'm like, oh, I'm so ready for this, like, fourth version of King Kong to come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, we didn't really get to that, and we, we want to talk about, we're, there's we're Blair the Witch, talk. there's a new Blair Witch. Whoa. Yeah. Secret sequel. Wow, secret sequel. Secret sequel. It's happening. I'm excited All right, about Wonder Woman. Guys, here's last thing, final thought, pop quiz. I know you guys hate when I do these pop quizzes. Yeah, I'm never, I never study. What's a movie that if they announce tomorrow you're getting a secret sequel to, you'd be extremely excited about? Holy shit. Uh... Because we got – this year we got – just for an example for our audience, Cloverfield, secret sequel. Yeah. We're getting a Blair Witch, secret sequel. Do you guys want Dude, me to start? Okay, I was so going to you know say what? Charlie's Angels, but they're already doing They're already making with, it. Uh, Wait, Faye. really? They're weird. They're yeah. rebooting so Charlie's Angels. Is Bill Murray in this one? I really liked. This I one. highly doubt it. Um, really Casper? quick, since we're since we're jumping on it, uh, I like the secret sequel thing because it takes the stress out of having to follow a movie for for a year. Uh, right. I like that they're just like, oh hey, by the way, next month Cloverfield yeah. Two is coming out. I yep. like that. Uh, here's something that maybe would have been kind of cool, but but scary at the same time. Uh, people constantly talk about a Jaws sequel, and you know. Yeah. It would be I don't want like a or a remake, you know, of course I don't want a remake of Jaws or whatever. But what if like uh uh the shallows was like all of a sudden they were like, Oh no, this is Jaws five. Right. That would have yeah. been crazy. Like kept would... it the exact same movie but just kind of put Jaws at the you know, the Jaws title at the beginning of it. That would have been a, just uh, from a merchandising right that would be amazing yeah that would be i'd like to see another gremlins also that's weird i've I've seen i've heard someone else uh mention this and and i think that might be the only uh like good way to go about making more jaws movies is to not try to keep it in the same story but just be like like literally if the shallows was called jaws the shallows and it was the exact same movie just got a shark in it, you know. Kind of how yeah. Cloverfield is like that. Right. That might like, be uh, a good thing to go. Jaws at the dollar store. Or yeah, yeah. Just Jaws uh, at a water park. Oh, they've done that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, not Jaws like a ice. not like Sea World. Yeah, you Jaws mean like on a slide? You mean like a kid goes down a slide into the little pool and there's this fucking shark in there? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, in the <laughs> that <laughs> how scary. Uh, there's a there's a shark that haunts uh, uh, like a Motel shark. Six pool. Yeah. I like it's just it. a shark. That damn shark's gotten to the pool again. Oh, hell! We we were gonna we were gonna have a barbecue, and now <laughs> fuck. 
pool I'm shark. not staying at this Motel 6 ever again. Seven, pool shark. Yes. <laughs> but he's actually like a professional billiards player. He's got like a little hat, like a little green visor, like a, like a half a cigar. He's a cigar pool hustler. Oh. Hey, don't trust that shark. He's an eight ball champion. Oh, fuck. He's got brass knuckles. So, Jake wants Jaws 5 with brass knuckles. Yeah. My secret sequel, I came up with a couple that I'd be like super excited about. Okay. Uh, Clueless. Oh, Right there with you. What if they yeah, made a sequel to okay. Clueless? Yeah. Because, A, where is Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. Does anybody know? Gremlins 3. That's yeah. what I, I threw that in quietly earlier. Did I would you? Definitely, I didn't hear you, but that would be amazing. I, you know, I get excited. I slipped it in there. Um, I would like Gremlins 3, and I would like no one to talk about it for it to come just, out of nowhere. Yeah, just for it to happen. Yeah, and I want there just to be a. Sh- I want a, like a lot, like just a bunch of electricity gremlins. All <laughs> ch- just as many as you can. Yeah. So, well, now you'd have so many good new gremlins. You'd I have know. like millennial gremlin, oh, <laughs> Hips, like a Go hipster gremlin, gremlin. yeah, selfie gremlin, Pokemon Go gremlin. gremlin. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, global warming gremlin. <laughs> Um, Donald Trump, Gremlin. If you see something, say something, Gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anti-reboot, Gremlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We need to teach Hollywood a lesson, Gremlin. Gluten-free, Gremlin. (laughs) Yeah, guys, did we just write it? Hey, so the wait, so the gluten-free Gremlin (laughs) never becomes an actual Gremlin because he won't eat anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He can't. He can't. He, he wants to. He's, he's like still in Mogwai form and they're all making yeah. fun of him. Yeah, he's like, guys, I have food allergies. Give me a no. break. No. <laughs> I'm adorable. Yes, I know. I can't food eat out. the same <laughs> things you can. It's really not fair. Oh, man. They should have a sign on the door. Unfortunately, the secret sequels we're getting seem to be from like, well, Blair Witch isn't a modern movie, but something, you know, not, not a big, not they're not big franchises yet, but I could see yeah. them going that route. Like, why not? Yeah, it no, I hope it sequel. catches on. I hope Secret Sequel catches on. It's it's exciting. Like, even if the movie isn't... Even if the movie they pick isn't your favorite movie, it's still exciting to be like, oh, shit, that's happening? I, uh, my, my co-worker, Ben, is a huge Blair Witch fan. And um, the day that trailer came out, I went to work the next morning, and I didn't tell... I was like, hey, man, I got a trailer for you to watch. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to put it on. Oh, how and, cool is that? Uh, and it hit that... Do you see the Burkittsville sign? Yeah. And he flipped out. He was just like, what? You know, just like, how what? exciting is that? To just Dude, be like, oh, gonna... here's a trailer for a sequel. I'm going to take it another step further. They should not announce the movie beforehand at all. You should just know there's a sequel to a movie a lot of people like, and you have to go to the theater to find out what it is. <laughs> well, do you, yeah. you know that? Okay, so when they when they unveiled that trailer for Blair Witch, the movie was titled The Woods, and the people went into the screening of the movie. It was a screening of the movie. They went in Not thinking knowing. the movie was called The Woods. There were posters and promotional things hanging up called, with The Woods posters on it. As soon as they went into the theater... They took down all the posters and they put all the Blair Witch stuff up while they were watching the movie. Those people found out as they were watching the movie that they were watching a Blair Witch sequel. And when they got out of the movie, there was like Blair Witch stuff everywhere. Think of how exciting that has to be. Could you imagine that? You think you're you think you're going into a movie 
called Mall Girls, and then halfway through you're like, wait, this is a Clueless this sequel. This is Clueless too. This is Clueless too. Oh, oh Brittany Murphy hologram. I've taken this so far. I'm so, so sorry. Far. Um, I was offensive tonight. I was rowdy. I was. Yes, have some apologies. Yes, have yeah. some apologies. All right, guys, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we're all alive and ready for Dragon Con. Are we? We're, we're some... alive. We are now. We're yeah. not ready for Dragon Con. Uh, we're we're not ready. Um, we're getting ready. Nobody could see this, but there's a cat staring deeply into my sitting soul. Sitting here. And She's ready for uh, Con. yeah, so we got some fun stuff coming up. We'll uh, we'll uh, be giving some updates on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Yes Have Some Cast, Twitter at YHS Podcast, Instagram at YHS Podcast, and of course the website YesHaveSomeCast.com. And on YouTube. And on YouTube. Are we on YouTube? Channel. We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Hell yeah. Search Yes Have Some. You'll find us. You can watch our toy reviews and our fun times. Just a couple cute fun videos. A couple cute tiny things. Um, and that's it. That's all we got. You that's guys it. good? Are we ready to end this episode? I think that's classic it, man. episode. All right. Super classic ending. Guys, for Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. As always, saying, if you're eating popcorn. Yeah. And it's two in the morning. Save me some. There's kernels on the ground. You better clean those up because. The cat's gonna eat them. The environment. <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> because it's the 90s. All right, guys. On that note, uh, have a wonderful night. We will see you next time. Yep. Bye, guys. Or morning, whenever you're listening to this. You know, whatever time it is, wherever you are, it's where you need to be. Doesn't matter. It's where the party is. We love you. Good night. Bye. We love you. Bye.